Hello and welcome to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. I'm Emma, a mama of two girls, an ex-nursery practitioner and the creator of the Non-Perfect Parents Club. The Non-Perfect Parents Club is all about support, honesty, truths, acknowledging that none of us can be perfect parents because it's impossible and basically just speaking the unspoken. The only rule here is no judgment allowed. I love hearing people's stories, I love finding out about other parents, their family dynamics, their values and how they tick. So that is what this podcast is going to be. Some great honest conversations about parenting, hopefully delving into some nitty gritty thoughts and feelings that will make us all laugh, cry and sigh a big sigh of relief. Welcome back to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. Today I'm joined by Jennifer, mum of three, who is returning to the podcast for a second time. In a previous episode, Jen was in the middle of appealing her daughter's high school place and we talked lots about this. She is back today to talk to us about the whole process in the hope that if in the hope that it will be helpful to anyone else who has to go through it. Thank you for joining me, Jen. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. So Applying for schools is a big deal, isn't it? Yes, huge. And long gone are the days where we just simply applied for the school that's nearest to yeah. us. Um, so do you want to recap us on how all this started? So basically, um, it would be would have been this time last year, actually. Crazy, because a year goes so fast, but yet so much yeah. happens in a year, doesn't it? Um, so I just applied for... We went to look around schools. Well, um, we looked around QES because... The son had gone there, so we mm-hmm. knew that that's where we wanted to go. Um, obviously, he'd got in there fine. He was going on a bus fine. Um, she went to a primary school in Burton and Kendall where everyone goes to QES. So it's that's just like the normal yeah. transition. Um, when she was four, she used to put Jay's QES jumper on and go, Aww. I'm in QES. <laughs> uh, just like that's what how you know we yeah. sort of saw it all. And um, went around QES. I sort of didn't really need to look around because I knew exactly what yeah, was going yeah. down anyway. Um, and then I asked her where she, what else want, she wanted to look at. She wanted to look at Carnforth to have just to have like a bit of a second choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working that night, so I just said, "Oh well, I won't bother going because we're not going to go there anyway." Yeah. Um, but your dad can take you. Yeah. And he'd done the same thing. He'd look around and then he went, "Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's all right, but we're not going to go here, are we? So <laughs> we might as well leave." So they left yeah. early. And that sort of thing. So um, we put in the form um, and that was it. Didn't even think about it then. Yeah. And I had a couple of people were sort of messaging me going, oh, I'm really nervous about the um, school placements. And they were sort of not first-time uh, parents, but first-time parent of an older one, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were stressing. And I was just like, I'm not giving it a second thought. Yeah. Like, uh, just not worried about it at all. Like, it didn't even cross my mind. Um, and then we got the email saying... Uh, well, first of all, I got a text message off her friend who was stressing, saying, oh, she's got EQES, and they lived Aww. a mile away from us. And I was like, oh, brilliant, right. But then all of a sudden, I did get this weird panic. Right. And then it just said, you are in Carnforth High. And I was like, no. Aww. And literally, like, I felt like my world had just completely fallen apart. Yeah. Uh, went to tell Heidi, and she went, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, like that. Aww. And I was not like that. Yeah. I was very much, and and I didn't want to be like that in front of her because, obviously, then that's gonna, yeah. you know, go on to her. Um, she was like, "It's okay, it's okay," you know, sort of thing. Um, and so then I was like, starting the appeal process now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went to start the appeal process, and 
went to speak to the head teacher at Heidi's primary school mm -hmm. and he wrote me a letter right. um, with uh, and showed me everything what I needed to do. Um, the difficulty is, and I don't know if you've ever dealt with this, but um, when you cross borders, so when your school's in Cumbria mm. and you live in Lancashire, yeah. everything's an absolute nightmare because the two, um, they don't talk to each other at all. Oh, really? So And they have diff different systems. And that yeah. this is where a lot of the sort of problems are arising. We have a lot of things. Yeah. Um, for example, when my youngest was in reception, the teacher was worried about her eating because she's so fussy. Mm -hmm. So she wanted to get like some extra help. Yeah. Um, if I lived in Cumbria, there was extra help available. But because I lived in Lancashire, they don't, apparently they don't have any kind of children's eating. And I'm thinking, surely they do, because yeah, how many kids have got like, eating yeah. disorders in Lancashire? Like, there must yeah. be a lot. But apparently yeah. they didn't have anything but Cumbria did, so I couldn't get any help. So all that cross-border thing, yeah. is, is it's a massive issue. And when you do live close to the border, it's a problem. Because people do say to me, like, I can't believe you drive to Burton and Kendall every day take to school. Mm. Well, it's like what we've just been saying about the traffic in Lancaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, it takes me about 15 minutes. It's actually yeah. not it's, yeah. a very long time. Um, it probably take me 10 minutes to go to the school closest to me. Yeah, so, it's you know, so yeah, that is a massive issue. So, yeah, we started the appeal process. And, and I guess it's it's the shock, isn't it, as well? Yeah. Like, we didn't have this with high school. We had this with primary school. Yeah. And it's that thing of when you see the... You you what you've been given and it's just like what the yeah. hell do I do like oh my because god because it's not the path that you have totally mm. imagined yeah and it's like it <clears throat> totally throws you off course yeah and there's like obviously numerous reasons why I don't know well now I'm looking at it differently because obviously yeah, she's, yeah. she's at a different secondary school but um there was a lot of reasons why we wanted to pick QES and why we didn't want any other school. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of people would be like, oh, our three choices yeah. are this and this and this. And I don't mind if she gets in here. And I don't even mind if yeah. she gets to the third choice. It's like, because I worked in quite a lot of schools as well, yeah. I knew which ones were actually good yeah, yeah. and which ones weren't. Um, to be fair, um, I've worked in Carnford Pie before uh, quite a few years ago and it was absolutely fantastic. Like yeah. There was, there was um, nothing wrong with it. But um, it just wasn't offering the subjects that QES was yeah. offering, and that's the really, really frustrating yeah. part, isn't it? That that a lot this the application process generally does go off your nearest school, yeah. But then, if you've you've given the option to have choices, and you're looking at what you know as a parent, what's going to fit your child best, yeah. and then. They don't take any of that. In I mean, there's not even anything on the application no, form, is there? No, there's nothing on the form, no. So the form for, interestingly as well, I filled in a form before for Cumbria mm -hmm. and a form for Lancashire. And the reason I filled in the Cumbria one is because when Jay was younger, they sent me uh, the Cumbria form, school sent me the Cumbria right. form. So I filled in that form. Mm. Now, interestingly, he got offered a place in Carnford Pie and in QES. Oh, really? And that was because... I applied through Cumbria, so they accepted that one. Right. But then I should have actually applied through Lancashire, because that's right. where I live. Um, and so Lancashire thought that I hadn't applied for a place for him at all, so oh, gave really? him his I'm nearest just... school. Oh. So I was panicking, like, oh, my God, he's got two school places. Yeah. <laughs> what on earth? That's so just this greedy. Time, I know, this time I made sure I applied through Lancashire, yeah. but obviously this time as well what the issue was, because I wasn't alone in this, massive, massive baby boom. Mm. Huge... Yeah huge birth rate like 
like bonkers. Yeah. Every single school practically is full. Yeah. So that's what was like, obviously, I didn't realise that. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sort of saying to people, they're going, oh, like a few people, there was a lot of, been a lot, a lot of open days. People have said, oh, my kid can't come to dance tonight. We're mm-hmm. going to QS open evening. And I'm like, just so you know, mm-hmm. you probably won't get in. Yeah. And I'm, I just tell this straight now, because yeah, yeah. um, of where you live, anyone that basically lives Bortley Sands up. Yeah. And it, that never used to be the case. It used to be Morecambe. You wouldn't yeah, get in yeah. if you lived in Morecambe, yeah. but or Heesham definitely. You wouldn't get in if you yeah. lived in Heesham, but Bortley Sands, Hesbank, you were still yeah, okay. Yeah. But I said because of you need to check the birth rate mm-hmm. to see because your yeah. your kids' uh, primary school class might only have fifteen kids in it, but what's going on everywhere else? Yeah, you know. But I mean, I should have known because Heidi's primary school class had thirty-two kids. In oh God! <laughs> so I should have known, um, and they all like they all you know yeah. were going to QS. So um, yeah, um, so. It's it's interesting because obviously um, the Cumbria uh, form has things on it now. I don't know if they've changed it because it's right. just gone back a long time. Yeah. But it says, "Why do you want to pick this school?" Yeah. Language Which, form doesn't say that. No. So the Cumbria form, I I put down all the stuff about Jay's dancing and how yeah. you know because QES have this thing called Studio School, and it's in year ten and eleven, and you do these B Tech courses. So yeah. it's um. You basically get to do less GCSEs and more BTEC, so it's more practical, more hands-on. Um, and in things like, for example, they do a sports one where you can learn to be a football coach. Yeah, so yeah. actually hands-on coaching or whatever. There's a lot of like agricultural stuff for like yeah. the farming, which is good because obviously that in that area there's yeah, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of kids that are in that sort of field. Um, but obviously they do this performing arts BTEC and... Heidi's not just into dance, but she's into drama as well. Yeah. So, like, for me, it was like, that's definitely where I want her to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do this, like, fashion and art mm-hmm. um, one, like, really good. And then you looked at Carnforth, and they don't even do textiles. They don't do They've textiles. got a textiles club, but they don't do textiles. Oh, my god! And I'm like, don't do textiles. And look, you look around it, and it's such... It is a lovely school, yeah. and I'll get to that in a, in a bit, but... You just like because it's so small. Mm, yeah. The the amount of subjects that they can offer because obviously it's getting it's all down to funding as well. Yeah. Is limited. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, you're going to school to just do maths, English, mm. science, history, geography. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And literally, that's it. Yeah. You know, um, so that was it, it. Was interesting that yeah, on the form there's nothing. Yeah. And why, like you say, why give us this choice? And why, why are they all teaching different subjects then? Teach the same subject. Yeah, this is what I... Because I remember when we were applying, um, and I'd kind of been thinking about it for a couple of years before because of where we lived, and I didn't like our nearest schools. I mean, we moved since then, but... Um, so, but I was trying to find out, because when we were at school, you your school usually had, like, a specialist like subjects yeah. so like I went to Morecambe High that was like your outdoor edge sport yeah I think ours was like language I went to Ripley so I don't know if it was like languages yeah, or something I think it was actually yeah at the time. I can't remember what Ripley, I know Hesham I think that was like your drama because yeah, they had like the, the stage and yeah. stuff didn't they um, but they all had yeah. like their specialist thing and so I was like asking and no one could tell me anything and no one seems to have their thing yeah. anymore I think there is elements of it but, and it's like, well, I just, I, I don't understand how you literally just get your nearest school and, yeah. and that's that. Which and is, it's bonkers. And, yeah. and, and I, I, 
I so there's a lot of things that went on and I rang up Lancashire at one point and um I was telling them, look, I keep getting letters from Carver Pie saying I need to accept the place. Mm. I don't want to accept the place because I'm going through this appeal. And she was like, oh, you don't need to accept the place. That's just them wanting to know their numbers. Yeah. You actually don't need, you can just still rock up in September. You right, actually okay. still don't need to accept it. But uh, it's a bit unfair on the school, isn't it, when they need yeah. to know what's going down. Especially for, the, uh, for their appeals process, if anybody's trying to appeal to get yeah. into that school. And there's a waiting list, which there was. So um, I was saying to her about everything. She went, move. And I went, what? And she went, if it's that important to you, why don't you just move? And I was like, wow. Because that's another thing. Why on earth should you have to move to send your kid to a school where you know as the parent, because obviously you know the kid better than anybody else, that that's the school that they should be going to? And so many people are doing this. I know, especially for primary schools, I know loads of people that have moved, basically, to get their child into the school they want. And it... It blows yeah. my mind. I mean, we moved for secondary yeah. application, but we didn't just move for, for that. that. Like, yeah. we were intending on coming this way anyway. Um, and, it, yeah, it's... I don't, I don't know. It's just... You shouldn't have to. No. And we, we, we were looking at right move, and I was just looking at these houses, and I was just thinking, I'm going to be miserable living in that house. Yeah. For, like, a number of different reasons, because... Some of them were like more expensive but smaller. Yeah. So it was like, right, so we're going to live in a smaller house. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost us more money. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what we're gaining here. But the, the best thing about it is, if we had moved, she still wouldn't have got into the school mm-hmm. because there was a massive waiting list. Yeah. So this brings me on to sort of like the whole, the whole sort of appeal system. So I'd rang up the school and the, um, I think it was like the head teacher's PA, she was like, I was like, you don't understand. She's got to get into the school. You know, I was like, I'm dead yeah. panicky. She's like, look, we've had absolutely loads of applications. Um, and she said, just you saying that, oh, all her friends go from that school mm. is not a good enough reason. Like, if you're going to appeal, you're going to have to have good reasons. Yeah. So I was like, oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll have good reasons. Yeah, right? yeah. And um, sort of like everyone that I spoke to was like, oh, you've got really good reasons. Like, mm. you're totally going to get in. Like, it's going to be fine. Everything yeah. else. So, um. I went through to the appeal system. They said that um, it would be, I think it was like May time or June time would this right. appeal be. And this, we found out in, was it February that we found out? Or January? Yeah, I think it was like February or something. You yeah, yeah. School places. And it was just like, um, I had to wait for so long. Yeah. So everyone's there buying their uniform. Yeah. And all the, pe- uh, uh, social media's like, oh my God, my kid got the first yeah. choice. <laughs> and you're like, ooh. Like, why put it, like, really, no one needs to know. No, yeah. And it's like GCSE results. Oh, my gosh, results don't define you the next yeah. day. Oh, my gosh, they got all, Yeah. well, I want to say, like, A's, but it's not that anymore. Nines, yeah. they got all nines. And I'm like, you just said results don't define you, yeah. and now you're boasting about all the results that your kid got. Yeah. Just leave it be, like, say well done, maybe, but you don't need to, like... Yeah you know, then put it on. So it's that, like, oh, yeah, everyone got the first choice. So you're just sitting there thinking, am I the only person that, yeah, you know, didn't get? And this sounds really, really weird. But then uh, there's, like, this group chat, and everyone's, like, chatting, but going, like, oh, yeah. Um, I think I might have mentioned this on my last podcast, actually. Like, yeah, should we do it? Let's plan the Leavers um, party and stuff. And I was like, you've all stolen my life. I went to that primary yeah. school before you did. Yeah. My son went to that primary school before you yeah. you guys all did. 
I know everything about QS. You're all putting on the group chat. Oh, so what do they wear? Yeah. Oh, so what school school shoes are they allowed to wear? I know the answers to all of those questions. Yeah. But you guys have got in, and and my child yeah. hasn't. And I said <coughs> that to the head teacher as well, and they went, "No, I get it. I get, mm. I get what you're saying." And they were like, you know, like she needs to get in, sort of thing. And it was just frustrating that it was going off a postcode. Yeah. Like really frustrating. It is, and that's literally what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Postcode lottery. Yeah, awful. Like, so then they have this like reallocation process where some people have, if have been given that place, then mm-hmm. turn it down. Or yeah, yeah. And the woman at Cumbria actually, who does the Cumbria um, sort of school allocation, she was really helpful. Right. She was like, just, you know, she said, like, QES, it's a popular school, not mm-hmm. many people turn down a place there. She said, yeah. but it does happen. She said, but obviously it depends on where you are on the waiting list. Well, the waiting list is not a waiting list. No. <laughs> the waiting list is also postcode lottery. So um, I then message QES and I say, oh, I know a lad that's turned down his space because mm. apparently I'd heard that a lad didn't want to go to QES and wanted to go to a school in Kendall because right. he knew football friends yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, brilliant. Like, I had no idea who this lad was. It was like, <laughs> rude, is it? Yeah. round. I was like, right, okay. So uh, message then. She went, she emailed back, she went, there is no way your child is going to get into this school. And I was like, rude. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, you are currently 38th on the oh, waiting list. Gosh. And I was like, uh, right, how on earth am I 38th on the waiting list? Yeah. When one of her friends has got in a mile down the road. Yeah. 38th? That's bonkers. Yeah. So then I was just like, great. And I think I had a bit of a meltdown at that point because I was just like, how how is she going to... The yeah. appeal was my last chance. So when uh, you don't really hear much from the appeal, you just sort of email, say you want to do it. Right. And then, did you ever appeal or not? No. You didn't go through it. No. So, um, yeah, you don't hear much. And I don't know if Lancashire is different to Cumbria, mm. but I think most of them are quite similar in a sense. Right. Now, I wanted it to be face-to-face because I definitely think that I can like, yeah. present myself better face-to-face. But it was on Zoom. Oh. So I was like, great. So um, interestingly, I was looking online, and there was not, there's no, there's no help. They don't give no. you much. They don't give you any guidelines. No. They don't give you what you should be saying, what you should be preparing, anything. And um, online, there's actually a business where you can pay them two grand, and they will sit, they will sit with you and do your appeal oh, wow. for you, and try. And they say that they win it, but there's no way they win it. There's no way. My gosh. It's no way. That you're, so you're basically going to waste two grand. The pay, parents are desperate. Yeah. They will pay the two How, grand. That, that's just like blowing my mind that there's even a business yeah. for that. Like. So somebody's set up a business where they're actually, and they're like, they, they've got people's reviews like, oh yeah, yeah. we won our place. And mm. it's like, mm. but did you win your place because there was two people appealing? Yeah. So there was 17 people in total appealing, which I was shocked at because I think there's there was 70 people on this waiting list. Right. Um, and... This is interesting. So you get a pack and you have to send off as well your evidence to them. Um, and if anyone is thinking of appealing, my advice is don't. But um, <laughs> honestly, it's horrific. Um, you have to have evidence. So you need to try and get a letter from school. However, Heidi's friend from dance who's also appealing their school wouldn't give her a letter. Really? They said that in their experience, um, it doesn't help. Right. So, but with Heidi's, it had a lot of stuff down, because um, I, I definitely think that she's on the spectrum, yeah. like autistic spectrum, but low down, mm-hmm. and p- potentially ADHD, I know they come hand yeah. in hand anyway, but um, lower down the spectrum, so I think it's difficult to get the diagnosis yeah. and stuff. Um, 
but school picked it up as more like an anxiety thing so they put a lot of stuff down right, about okay. that which you could see from an outsider's point of view how it would be an issue if she was to then go to a school where she didn't know anyone mm-hmm. and everybody's going somewhere else and yeah. it's a total different path than what she thought it was going to be you can yeah, see how much yeah. of an issue that could be for someone um so i had the school letter i had proof that obviously jay had been there mm-hmm. and quite recently as well because that was another yeah. thing if he was still at the school yeah, she would have got in which again it's just so frustrating because what what does it actually really matter if siblings are going to the same school mm-hmm. because there is a bus to every single yeah. school and and half the time now like Primary school is different because you're taking them. Yeah, you're them, taking them. But secondary, they're usually making their own way. They they yeah. can go if they pick a different school. That it you go with it usually. Don't be matter. like yeah. yeah yeah because you, if you speak to a lot of parents, you you know they will say to their <coughs> child, say it's the second child that's going to secondary school. Where do you want to go? Yeah, they won't all push them off to the same school because, like you said, I mean you would at primary school, but you wouldn't. Yeah, you know because of the travel thing. Um, so yeah, then I, I proved as well that um, she's got cousins that go there. One's actually in her year seven, and he got in. He only lives around the corner from us, but he got in because his brother was still at the school, mm-hmm. of course. Um, so yeah, I had to send off all different proof, and then I got Heidi to write a letter in right. her own words. Now, interestingly, in the appeal, the child can be on the, the Zoom. Oh call. really? I just felt like it would be a little bit too much. Yeah for well she was 10 I think no she was he had turned 11 at the time but it's a lot for an 11 year old yeah for she felt so much rejection from not getting into that school for then to hear all this stuff so I sent all all the information in then they send me you a pack and the pack has every single person on the waiting list their postcode so what do I do google where everyone lives I'm Googling where everyone lives. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm Googling where everyone lives. Then we're on the Zoom call that has everybody's names. So I'm looking at their names thinking, oh, I know that person. Yeah. I know that person. Yeah. Oh, I know them from that. that. So, oh, I wonder where they're from. Oh, they're from. So I'm working out where mm. everyone's from. Well, that's. I think that's wrong. That's a bit yeah. like a data protection breach. Yeah. Like, that's like a safety. Yeah. Is, yeah. I know where everyone lives. Mm. Practically. Like, I don't know door numbers, but I know postcodes so yeah. I can see their area of where they live. Yeah. So... I, I wouldn't have been the only person doing that. Yeah, no. Other people would have been doing that. Yeah. You know, so interestingly, I was like looking and I was looking at anyone above me. So it all goes on where the crow flies. Yeah. So people in Holton were technically the same distance from me. So that's where you're getting the issue. Mm. So even though I'm only a mile out, and I know as well that the last person to be accepted, it said this as well in the notes, was... Um, somebody that lived in Bortley Sands near the Royal. Right. <laughs> Why do I know this? Like, I shouldn't know, should know this. But I know that that was the last person to be accepted. Right. And so I can walk to the Royal in, like, six minutes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I'm 38th on the list. Like, I don't even stand a chance of even getting in by yeah. someone dropping out. Like, I don't, I don't think I even, would even stand a chance of getting in by the time she's in year 10. Yeah. Because 38 people got to drop out of a year. And I mean, the whole as the crow flies thing, that's Weird. just bullshit anyway. It's isn't so it? Like, that isn't how you get to school, really you know. Odd. They don't walk it's across the fields anymore. Like. Really, really odd. And I get that there has to be a criteria. Yeah. 
But what I was sort of saying to a lot of people is, why can't it go on 80% distance, crows mm. flying, yeah, whatever, yeah. pigeons, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then 20% on what those kids want to do, um, you yeah. know, why they should be at that school. Yeah. You know, and that's frustrating as but well. Again, this is the whole, I won't start on one of my rants, but the whole education system, the everything about it, it's not, what is best for our kids no. they're, they're a number they are yeah. just oh, a number a hundred percent a hundred percent and that was what was frustrating me yeah. it was frustrating me more with the way that qes were dealing with it right it was disappointing mm-hmm. and they just treated her like she was just an item on a conveyor belt on your weekly mm-hmm. shop yeah. and it was just like the way it was like you are never going to get into this school it was like and when I sent in the appeal letter, actually, mm-hmm. to the school, I actually drove to the school yeah, to drop yeah. it off. And as I'm dropping it off, the receptionist is like, oh, hi, coming in to teach. I'm like, no, my child's not got into the school. And they're like, what? So they all knew me yeah. um, from, it was one of the mums that Jay used to go to school with. Um, and I was just like, they were like, oh, you're getting on appeal. And I'm like, mm. I don't know. And everyone was saying this to me. Everyone was saying, you will, like, you, you're like, you know, you, the dance thing and everything else yeah. it's like you know you've got a school that specializes in dance but technically like you say that's not a thing anymore which mm-hmm. you know they more or less said on the appeal but it's it is though if yeah. that's if you're up if you're offering that yeah so we get to the appeal day and we have this uh, session on zoom where everybody had to get on zoom the school have to then say why they can't accept any more kids mm-hmm. yeah. this is the real weird the weirdest bit so the school have to literally slate themselves <laughs> because they have to say why they can't accept any more yeah. kids. So they have to say all the bad points about the school. So you've just been to an open day yeah, where they're where going, we're the best school in the world. Yeah. You know, we're, your children are like uh, plants. We put the seeds into the ground yeah. and they blossom. <laughs> you know, all this, right? This private school vibes that yeah, QES yeah. has got. Yeah. I don't want this to be like a ripping QES yeah. thing at all. Um, no disrespect to any schools, but this is just my opinion of, of, of what it was like. Um, and then the head teacher had to basically say um, what everything was bad, you know, and why that they couldn't have any more kids because... And then little, little other things was, um, we don't have enough chairs. And I was like, how much is a chair? <laughs> how much is a chair? I will buy a chair. I will even buy a chair for each classroom. One chair or she'll take a carry-on you know like yeah, a little, little bag like, yeah like a, <laughs> a, camping, a chair. camping chair you know and I was just like what and and they were saying about large classes blah 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 blah. and it's like but they're all used to large classes they've mm. all come from this baby boom year yeah and like obviously I get it they couldn't accept 17 more kids yeah but they could accept maybe eight more kids if they've yeah. got however many forms one extra it's child it, yeah, in yeah. each form um so there was lots of different reasons anyway then the parents got a chance to put any mm-hmm. questions. So they, did you all hear each other's... Uh, no, no, so you don't. Say, so that's on a different yeah. day. So you're all on thick camera. So a lot of people chose to have their camera off. Yeah. I didn't. I chose to have my yeah. camera on. Because yeah. I thought, I want to see people see that I am appealing. Like, you know, yeah. especially if a lot of people knew me from, you know, dancing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted them to see. It went on for ages, this uh, Zoom. I think it went on for like three hours. Oh, my God. And then there's these three guys that are on the appeal, old guys. Mm-hmm. One of them, I think, has nothing to do with education at yeah, all, it's yeah. just a random guy. They're all volunteers, yeah. which, to be fair, fair play to them. Yeah. 
um, and two have connections in schools, nothing to do with QES, but like they're ex-head yeah, like, teachers yeah, or yeah. something yeah, like education head teachers, based, yeah. yeah. So um, they then put forward their arguments. They then have to go, uh, go off and then they have to go back on and say, um, yes, we understand QES, you can't accept any more, more so let's now hear the appeals. Or right. they say, no, we think you can accept more, everybody oh, can right, get okay. in. Well, we yeah. all knew that wasn't going to happen yeah. because they weren't going to accept 17 more people in. Yeah. Um, some people didn't turn up to the Zoom. Oh, really? Some people were late to the Zoom. That was annoying. Yeah. Because it's like, I've made sure that I'm here on time. Surely that should be like an instant, like, black mark, you know, like, off you go. <laughs> it should be, but they're all, like, everyone's, everyone's uh, entitled to a free, like, they could, uh, not um a fair hearing like yeah, it, was like, yeah. it was like a legal yeah. case because as well that was funny because when QS was like um, you do not have a chance to get into school you'll hear from our legal team and I'm like legal team? <laughs> I'm getting arrested <laughs> I'm like this is odd yeah. you know so anyway they, then um, they, then some person was like oh I can't really do that time can I do a different time and I'm just like you, you time's your time you've been given a time yeah like you want your you if you want like, to get yeah. into that school, then you need to be available yeah. in that time. So then I think I ended up taking an earlier slot, which I'm glad I did because it, it they'd oh, they were overrunning. Right. Um. So I was practicing. I'd written it down. I was practicing what I was going to say. So this is like the next day, but that first after that first day though. I don't know why, but it felt like you were being judged massively. Mm-hmm. So. I know another parent was, actually that went through the appeals and did process they say the same and said thing? the same thing, yeah. So said it was awful. I was sort of sitting there in my street dance stuff because that's mm-hmm. what I work in and, you know, and yeah. I don't know, like I just felt like I was being judged on. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was a thick street dance teacher. Mm-hmm. And that sounds really weird, like just a street dance teacher, yeah. like just a dance teacher. And there was other people there in suits and well, very well spoken, yeah. and they were asking really intelligent questions. But to be fair, those intelligent questions were really pointless. Um, <laughs> like, uh, so, what is your fire procedure, and how long does it take to get those kids out in a fire? And I'm like, oh. what? What? I don't know where he's going with this. So, all uh, right. So, a few extra more kids that would take. Okay. And I'm thinking, well, mm. you're actually stabbing yourself in the back there yeah. because you're if you're if it takes them that long to get out in a fire, and then you're adding more kids to the mix. Yeah. I don't know why, why, why your purposes yeah, with that yeah. thing. My questions to the, and, and that's a part of the panel, was I didn't understand the system. So basically they were saying that Cumbria and Lancashire don't talk to each other. They also have people from Yorkshire um, coming in. So they're dealing with three counties. Yeah. Um, they said that they had 500 odd applicants. They didn't. They didn't put, 500 people didn't put QES as first choice. That was second and third choice as well. So think about it, the amount of people. I put Dalham as my third choice. Mm-hmm. I didn't even go and look at it. I've worked there. I, yeah. For me, that's not... I only put it down because I had to put a third choice down. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted her to go there at all. So how many people put QES down where they didn't actually want their kid to go there yeah. anyway? And then, interestingly, someone was appealing who'd got into Ripley, who was going, who had got into Q, who wanted to go to QES, but their friend had got into... Rip, uh, the other way around like they'd got into QES but wanted to go to Ripley well swap oh, them yeah, yeah. just swap so, yeah. those two kids yeah. like because they were friends as well or whatever they knew each other yeah. just swap their places it didn't make any sense no so um, I sort of said I don't understand 
I said, it feels like a very unfair process. Mm-hmm. I said, so you're telling me that somebody that lived a little bit closer put QS down as a second choice and got it over me, even though we put it down as a first choice. Yeah. And they were like, well, yeah, that, that can happen. Why are you giving us three choices yeah. then? This is, yeah. Why are you letting us go and look around all these schools and why are you giving us three choices? Yeah. But QES is a funny one as well now as well because they don't have an open day. They ha- it, You have to message them to then book oh, into really? it. Mm. And general feedback from this year has been people felt like they were coming across like they don't even need to try. They're going to get loads of kids anyway. Yeah. Whereas like Camp of High have been putting like videos on and yeah. messages and pulling the stops out yeah. and I like that because that is effort yeah. and that shows that you know and sometimes I think with schools they can get a bit big for their boots yeah. you know and yeah. just think well everyone's going to want to come to us anyway so we don't yeah, really yeah. need don't to, need to yeah. try yeah. Um, and it just doesn't come it doesn't give the right impression fair enough think that but don't give that impression yeah. because otherwise you're not going to want to try with the kids yeah. you know and it's giving that impression of for me, my opinion is they, they don't really care yeah. about yeah. the kids. It's just, well, you know, if yeah. they want to come here. And yeah, then, and even know. though that's probably not the case, but that's the impression yeah, it's giving, yeah. giving us. So, um, yeah, we moved on after that. But, uh, but yeah, after that session, it just felt weird. And I don't know, I just thought, am I doing the right thing here? Mm-hmm. And I knew I was, and I wanted yeah. to keep cracking on, and I wanted to keep pushing, and I thought, right, there's 17 people here I need to make like top six because I think mm-hmm. last year I think they, they let six people in right so I was like I can do it because I know for a fact most of them will be saying but all their friends are going there yeah it's not a good enough excuse yeah, the kids make yeah. friends kids make friends you know yeah you need to have re- like real yeah. good reasons so obviously like my reasons were the fact that the courses that they were offering mm-hmm. that they weren't offering elsewhere um, the fact that they had like a designated dance teacher there, where they don't have that at yeah. a lot of schools. I think they do it like Hesham, I think, because of their whole yeah, dance yeah. thing. Or Morecambe, maybe. I can't remember which one it is, but I think there is one at one of those schools. But um, yeah, it, it was that. It was the fact that obviously Jay had gone there, and it was it was the yeah. the natural progression. Um, obviously, the Burton thing that Burton was a feeder, feeder school, school, and we've talked yeah. about this before. I think the feeder school thing, yeah. um, but apparently that doesn't exist anymore, which. It's like, well, it is a feeder school, though, isn't it? Because they all go from that school, so therefore it is. Um, And um, obviously the issues um, at school that we've had, the whole, what they're they're calling was anxiety. Mm -hmm. But I I was saying that, um, I've been saying it's much more than that. And they just said to me, where's your medical proof? Mm. And I said, and straight away I was like, because I have spoken to the doctor mm-hmm. and the doctor said right we're going to refer her 100% she needs a referral got a text message that night saying I can't do the referral has to go through school oh my god and I was like but school won't do it mm. and I've, I asked school and they were like what What do you want us to do and I was like well would you not is it not worth doing the referral mm. like because my issue was everyone was saying to me if you had if you had the EHCP yeah yeah she would have got in to the school of where mm. she wanted to go. And I'm like, I can't, I can't even get on the waiting list. Yeah. I'm trying to get on the waiting list. And the thing is, it's like, it's so hard for the school to get that referral accepted. Yeah. Like, there's so much work that goes into that, and there's not many schools that are successful with them. Yeah. Um, and then it's 
the waiting list. Yeah. And the fun, it's just... It's but then you can't go private either because it's no. not then recognised. No. And then there was a programme on it as well, a while back, that they're just diagnosing everyone with, oh, yeah, you yeah, you chew your nails, yeah, you've got ADHD. Yeah. And it's like they're diagnosing everyone because yeah. they're paying a couple of grand for it. So now there's nowhere that you can go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was frustrating that sort of people were saying saying that to me as well. So when they said like, "Where's your medical proof?" I got annoyed because I thought I could have spoken to the doctor and they could mm-hmm. have given me a letter about that, and that that probably would have given me the push up. Right. Um. Obviously, like with as well, what had happened? I it it was absolutely horrific. They told me to ha- go into full detail about everything, no matter how upsetting it was. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. And everything else so I had to go through everything about my dad dying yeah it was absolutely horrific and like I said to them I said her granddad died the month after we were told she's not getting into the school that she wants mm. to it's like hit after hit yeah. after hit in one year if you think about it so in the September her granddad had a brain tumor he then flipping couldn't talk couldn't speak yeah. was dead confused next minute and um, he died next minute you're not getting into QES like that's a lot of yeah. blows for like a kid that's in year six that yeah, has a lot of issues yeah. anyway so um i went through all of this stuff and um basically on the appeal so this is the like one-on-one bit mm-hmm. so you've got the three guys i spoke for 45 minutes <laughs> right <laughs> non-stop i had i had it on a bit i had to read it yeah. otherwise i would have gone off and um then qes the a representative from qes mm-hmm. has to then speak and she basically said thanks for saying all the sort of like good things about the mm-hmm. school and she said but what we could offer your son we probably can't offer now and I'm like well I know that's a lie mm-hmm. because I know you're offering the same stuff yeah. because of all the kids that I teach go there yeah. so I know you're offering the same stuff and she said and also you talk about dance but we don't do dance on the curriculum it's just at studio school they see studio school and QES as two different schools that right. is that is purely for a funding purpose they yeah. are one school so I was basically like but it's the same school though. She's like, no, it's a different school. I'm like, but it's not though, really, is it? It's not. And so the, what they were saying to me was, she can move to studio school in year 10 and 11. So I'm like, right, so you want me to get this kid who's really anxious, has a nightmare with change, move her to camp for three years, then move her again to QES. That's mm-hmm. what you want me to do. And basically they were saying like, yeah. All because of the case of you don't have enough chairs. Yeah. Like, we'll just flip in, park her up at the side. <laughs> and she can stand. Like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, what? It was just bonkers. And so I, I was basically arguing back, saying that you you have a dance teacher at that school, I know his name. Yeah. Like, you, you you have a dance teacher, do you not? Like, specifically that teaches dance. She's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said, so you're telling me that you don't do any dance, regardless of whether it's on the curriculum yeah. or not. It's not on the curriculum because the government don't see it as an important topic they used yeah. to then they sacked it off when they were like oh, we need to save some money yeah so you know you'd still do they do dance clubs every lunchtime like with a designated you know dance yeah. teacher so yeah anyway um they then had to ask questions and they were like so how would she cope though being in a large class and i'm like just 32 people in her primary school right now in a in a class yeah. <laughs> that's not an issue and then they said things like, how many friends has she got? And I'm like, well, the whole class is, they're all, you know, they're very like that at primary school, aren't they really? Yeah, no, yeah. how many friends has she got? 
and, I, and, and how long have these friendships been going on? Now, annoyingly, I said since reception, she actually went to Burton preschool. So since oh, she was like two, like, yeah. she was friends with all these people and grew up with all these people. And I was like, well, she's got at least six like really good friends. And he was like, right, okay. And I was like, what's the purpose of that? Yeah. I don't understand the purpose of that question. I, they didn't ask me enough questions. I don't think. Yeah. So for me, it was like, I didn't know whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, then that was it. They said that they would ring us after they'd gone through everybody. Yeah. Um, so it was on the Thursday. I think I'd done a Zoom call on the Tuesday. Um, but literally, after I finished the call, I absolutely sobbed my heart out. Yeah. Like, I was abs- an absolute mess. Because you had... Oh, I cried on the Zoom call as well. Like, horrific. Oh, yeah absolute horrific and I didn't want to but I'm like ooh, ooh, like reading like mm. horrific because you had to drag all this stuff yeah. up and it's like like can you could see that the kids clearly been through an absolute yeah. nightmare and it's the whole thing of that them emotions as a parent isn't it like yeah you're responsible for them in yeah. this process and you've got to advocate and fight and it's ridiculous the kind of what you've got to go yeah. to just and I knew it was like that. my last chance like the only chance I said that yeah. to them I said we're 38 on the waiting list we ain't getting into that school and what's frustrating as well is my mum she's moved now but she used to live in home and everyone said to me why don't you just put your mum's address mm. down and I was like because I didn't want to lie Yeah. like I don't want to lie that's the wrong thing to do yeah. but now when you look at it you're like I should have done it Yeah. and the reason why I am saying I should have done it is because she would have been fine because yeah. I, I would have then just said, oh, we'll move now. Yeah. And then she would have still got it. She would have still had that place. Yeah. And then also, um, now I can see how unfair the mm-hmm. system so, is. Yeah. So cheat it and, then, and you and know. And that's the other thing, like, you told her, if you found her, I've given the wrong address, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it does say you may be kicked uh, out. You may be. It doesn't say you will. No, and that's it. And you're, like, a, it's that thing, isn't it, of you wanting to do the right thing yeah. but then like you say the whole system is unfair yeah so yeah so it's like you know and I shouldn't say that I shouldn't say it on a podcast but I like to be honest at the end of the day yeah. and I'm not I'm definitely not um, saying people should do it because yeah. it's lying I don't think you should do it I don't no. think anyone should do it however I wonder how many people do do it though loads of people do it yeah um, I've heard of someone doing it and they're getting a free bus pass too and it's like what you're getting a free bus to school where most people are having to pay for their buses yeah. but again weird how the crow flies some well, some schools get a, a, yeah. some kids are getting a free bus pass um so it's it's very 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 yeah. frustrating um so yeah i got a phone call on the thursday and i do this thing sometimes where i'll say to people oh no we won't get in we won't get in we won't get in but mm-hmm. in my head i might yeah. think differently i do it at, like dance comps i'm like oh uh, no, we won't win. We'll come first. <laughs> in my head, thinking we're totally gonna win. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, she said like, "Sorry, it's been unsuccessful." And I just went, "Okay, bye." And she put the phone down, and I was just like, "Wow." Yeah. But at the same time, weirdly, almost felt relieved that it was just right. over. Yeah. And I wish I'd never spent all those months yeah. waiting and not knowing what's so cruel about the system is. Why do they leave it that long for kids not to know? Well, this is, yeah. Awful. So then there was a girl that was on at the top of the list and I knew her because she'd moved from a different area to Heidi's school in the last right. couple of months. Um, so that was frustrating because they'd moved to close to the school, yeah, so that's why they were first yeah. on the list. But Heidi'd been 
not even since reception, since preschool, been at that school, and she was clearly going to get in over Heidi. And somebody who knew her messaged me and said, oh, she's not got in on the appeal. She's really stressed. And I went, well, tell her she's flipping going to get in. She's at the top of the waiting list. So all that happens is in the next couple of months, someone's going to drop out and she will get a space. Yeah. So she can have that space and she's been at the school for two days, you know. And there's there's no disrespect to to her, the child, the mum, anything, no. obviously, their circumstances have changed, but it was really frustrating yeah. for me. it's the system, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, really frustrating. Anyway, that girl did get in in the end, but right. however, I don't think she found out till very long down yeah. the line. So how I fe- I ended up um, being very bitter about it, but that I felt very, really sorry for her, because yeah. it's like, that kid's not known what school... Yeah. Like, all these other kids have known for so long, yeah. and the kid's not known what secondary school, and it's a massive massive step i think going to secondary school is the biggest thing yeah for kids because when they go to uni or whatever mm-hmm. that's a big step yeah, yeah. but they're re- really ready for it yeah they're 18 they're adults yeah, so they yeah. need to do it they need to go yeah they need to go and learn everything else um whereas i think that secondary school step is just humongous because they're going from a child yeah. to a young adult technically and i feel like not enough adults recognize how big that transition that yeah. jump is because i know when we went through it i said like how massive a transition it was and everyone i spoke to kind of teachers and stuff didn't seem to i think they thought i was fussing yeah and they didn't seem to recognize the importance of this and it's just kind of like oh well it happens every year that's that it is what it is yeah but yeah when it's your child it's like well it is it is huge and there is not enough yeah support yeah. in that transition 100%, 100%. well interestingly with the transition thing we got a phone call this was in the in between the, like this before the appeal happened actually got a phone call from uh, the primary school and she, they she said oh Carver high school have been in touch and they want Heidi to go in every tuesday for 6 weeks um for a transitional period mm-hmm. and i'm like really and they're like, yeah, every Tuesday morning, like two or three hours, and they're gonna do like forest school stuff. Oh. And I'm like, oh right, yeah. They went, they've picked Heidi to do it. They only pick so many kids. Right. And I was like, that's absolutely insane. Like, as in, it felt weird that a yeah. school would be that helpful. Yeah. And so I, she said to me, honestly, this is the best transition I've ever seen mm-hmm. out of a school that I don't think they've ever had anyone, a kid that's gone to Carver from that primary school before. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, poor Heidi, the <laughs> only one. <laughs> salt in the wound even more. <laughs> so she was like, QES, don't do this. She mm. said, if all if all secondary schools were as helpful as what Carver yeah. were being, she said kids would transition a lot easier. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'll definitely take them up on the offer. Yeah. So I was honest, I was always honest with Carver High. Yeah. I was like, look, I'm so sorry I've been so such a pain and not mm-hmm. accepted the place I said I will accept the place now but you need to understand that I'm in the middle of an appeal yeah and it might be that I then say she's not coming mm-hmm. and they were like yeah that's fine and I was always honest with them saying that this isn't the school that how yeah. and that's and how horrible is that me saying <laughs> this is not the school I want my <laughs> child to like go you. to like do you know what I mean yeah. like and I, I could not even really look around it mm-hmm. I didn't not personally anyway yeah so um obviously like you know I felt a bit mean on them but I wanted to be honest with them at the same time so she started going every Tuesday um, and 
it was great. Like she was start she getting to know the school, which she still gets lost, but she, <laughs> she's getting to know the school, like getting yeah. to know the teachers, getting to know um other children that were gonna go because yeah. there was I think there was about seven or eight kids in right. each session, um and she really really enjoyed it, and um a few times a few things might would have happened like she, there was a few couple of kids that clearly had maybe a few behavioural mm-hmm. issues and, she, and she'd said what they were doing and I was like, ah, oh, you can't possibly go to that school. Yeah. No, you can't go there. And I was like having meltdowns, like I've got to win this appeal, you can't possibly yeah. go there. But I think the difference is, is the way the school handles it. Yes. So what I'm finding now is um, everyone wants to send their kids to QES and everyone wants to send their kids to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Well, if everyone does, you're not going to have the same kids skipping in in their long kilditty skirts you're going to get a different mix of kids. So you're going to have behavioural issues just the same as any other school, but how do you deal with it? And if you're not used to it, is it going to be like, whoa? Whereas I think Carnforth High are used to children misbehaving. Mm -hmm. Um, And the vibe I've been got got from them, so I went to their Year 7 open day, this was after the appeal, so I, I knew I was definitely going, and they basically said, we want to know you as a family mm-hmm. um not just your child like we get to know you yeah. and like it had that personal touch yeah. and i think i don't know if we've talked about this before um maybe on the podcast or just in general yeah actually i think we did talk about it but me and you face to face about how a business should have a personal touch yeah. and like that's really really important for me because you, obviously you yeah. know how hands hands on i am in my business and it's like the school is technically a business yeah um, and to have that personal touch mm-hmm. is massive. Yeah. So they've taken on, Conf have taken on a lot more kids right. because of obviously the baby boom and everything yeah, else. Yeah. Um, they've taken on loads more kids. They had a massive waiting list. They had appeals, everything. Um, and uh, still, I mean, I can't believe it when I drop her off at school how many cars are outside. I'm like, is this how many people <laughs> go? I literally thought like 30 kids went to that school. Like, because it's tiny. Yeah, like, it's, it's really a small. small school, isn't it? And it doesn't have a six form and stuff, which that doesn't bother me too much because a lot of kids move on to different six yeah. forms anyway. So that doesn't bother me too much, really, that um, that thing. She's still saying she actually wants to go to QES Studio right. School in year 10. Right. But I don't know whether, the, whether she'll change her mind. And yeah. who knows if she'll actually get in there. They acted well, like it was dead easy to do that. And I was yeah. like, well, it's a fight to just get in. So who even knows, yeah. you know? Because they, do they, will they even have a place? I like, know. How, how does that work? Yeah. Obviously, they say they have more spaces because technically they're split into uh, right, two okay, schools. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. But it's still interesting. Mm. Like, I still find that quite interesting like how how that all works um but yeah so when we'd gone to sort of like the open evening and stuff for carnival it was very much like um you know we're we're for you for you sort of thing and other little things i'd I'd spoke to the head of year seven and i said look i know it sounds really weird but we've not got into the appeal Mm. can i come and look around the school yeah (laughs) i said because i didn't look around it so anyway she showed me around little things like when they do food tech they get the ingredients so you like half the time at QES. I was at I was oh at Tesco. Gosh, you know yeah. the, that like Tesco Express down um, yeah. down at West End in Morecambe. Yeah. It's open <laughs> to like ten pm, isn't it? Yeah. I'd be like driving all the way oh, down God. there because on a Sunday, because nothing was open on a Sunday, yeah. to try and get a flipping cabbage or something yeah. like absolute nightmare. So yeah, they they do all that like 
very approachable. I've got a really so a couple of really funny stories. So she's there trying to find her way through life at Carnival High, like such a different setting for yeah. her. She's gone to this little village school, yeah. you know, and um, now she's at this at Carnival High where there's a lot of characters. Yeah, there is at every school, but there's a lot of characters. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, so and so's got detention." I'm like, they're in year seven, and it's the first day. <laughs> I'm like, what? Where are they finding these kids? Like, where? But they again, like I said, they deal in, they deal with them really, yeah. really well. So, um, uh, yeah. So I, I did these school shoes. We got them from office, so they weren't like cheap. I think they were like forty quid. Yeah. And um, I was stressing because I was like, right, what school shoes do year yeah. sevens wear? You know, because you don't want to put them in something like where they're yeah. going to get picked on. Yeah. And I know that sounds awful and you shouldn't no, conform I, yeah. to it. But come on, you've got to help them out a little yeah. bit, haven't you? So anyway, found these shoes. She's got, she's got in these shoes. She's been working around them for like a week. And they're broken. Like they're completely broken. So there's shoes flipping off her foot. So she's gone to the office. So she's then having to walk around in some lost property <laughs> secondhand shoes. <laughs> And they're hor- horrific. <laughs> so, I, I know, but it's hilarious, right? So I'm like, oh my god, what are these shoes? And then literally, like, you know, I'm like, no time at all. But yeah. I'm like, I've got to find the time. We're gonna to have to go to Preston to take these shoes back to office yeah. to get some different ones. And we didn't have any school shoes anywhere. They had these oh. ones in next. They had like bows on <laughs> and sequins on. I'm like, she can't wear those. So I'm like, I'm gonna to have to order some. They're gonna come on Monday, right? So anyway, Monday comes, she's still having to go to school in these like lost property <laughs> shoes while we're waiting for the delivery to come. Best thing about it is she gets out the car, her drink bottle's leaked all <laughs> over a bag. So Dave's like, oh, her drink bottle's leaked. Like the first time he's taken her to school, it yeah. absolutely gets uh, like absolutely messed up. Her drink bottle leaked. And I'm like, well, does she need a new rucksack? Do we need to pop round and get a mm. new rucksack? And he's like, um, oh, no, I think she's all right. So I'm like, right. <laughs> anyway, next minute I get a phone call at like quarter to four. No, it was a text message, capitals. Mum, ring me now. Oh. Right, and I'm thinking, what's going on? So I ring, she's like, I've had the worst day ever. She's like, my bag was so wet, I had to go to the office and they gave me a carrier bag. Oh. <laughs> so she's walking around in lost property shoes, a carrier bag. So I just went, what carrier bag was it? Because I don't know, I don't know if you remember this, but back in the day, if you went to school with a netto Net- bag... Oh, yeah, brutal. That, that was it. <laughs> it was social suicide. Yeah, well, you couldn't, you couldn't do it. You'd have to leave the net. you'd have to put the netto bag in the bin and just carry your stuff around in your arms. You just couldn't do it. It's not the same now, really, with Aldi and stuff, because yeah. it's like, they're actually almost cool. So I'm like, what bag was it? What carry bag was it? She went, Marks and Spencers. I went, that's not bad. It's like... Not a bad shout. I'm thinking, well done, Campfire. <laughs> well done, office team. They've got in their plastic bag cupboard and what can we give this girl? Let's give her some credit These here. These shoes are already broken. She's already walking around. <laughs> Let's give her an M&S. Oh, God. So I'm thinking to myself, right, she's gone, she's walking around school with these lost property shoes and an M&S carry bag and she's still alive. <laughs> She's still alive. She's not been beaten up. <laughs> she's not been she's not had a like something thrown at her head. So we're we're good. Things happen for a reason. And uh, yeah, people are just thinking, who is this child? <laughs> she didn't want to come here. <laughs> shoes have broken already. Her mum didn't even look around the school. <laughs> and what on earth is? We get to know the family. And they're thinking this family. What? <laughs> oh, but it's so funny. But yeah, in general, sort of like 
rounding up sort of like the appeal system mm-hmm. it's horrific i would not recommend it to anyone yeah. because the chances of you winning is not very high yeah um and um it's a lot to put yourself through yeah. emotionally um i would say it's up there with one of the hardest things i've ever had to do um and i've had to do all sorts of stuff like i've been to court with jay's dad and yeah. everything and like it was up there with one of the worst things i've had to do um and, and like that horrible feeling of being like judged, yeah. you know, as well, that wasn't a very nice <clears throat> sort of feeling. Because also as well, they're talking about you behind your back, mm-hmm. going, oh yeah, well, they've not got good enough reasons. Yeah. And they basically yeah. said to me that it's not good enough, it's not, your reasons were not good enough. It's that, I guess it feels a little bit like you're not worthy enough. Yeah. Like, mm. So, um, interestingly, there was another boy in her class that was appealing as well, and he got in. Oh, really? Um. And I actually spoke to the mum, tracked the mum down. <laughs> How did you get my number? And he got in, and I won't obviously go into the reasons yeah. why, because that's that's personal. But um, we both agreed that it's a lottery. Mm. We both agreed yeah. because there was no, not one of the cases was better than the other. Yeah. We honestly thought, what a lottery! So they were a little bit uh, further down the wait list than me. Right. Um, only a little bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was. Uh, it, they, they. She was like, "I'm so sorry," and it was like, "It's not your fault." Yeah. That's you know. I just want to know what it was. You know, what did I almost not do? Yeah. You know, mainly so that I could tell people because yeah. people are gonna want to know. People, there will be people who are putting down their first choices now that are like me that don't really have a second choice. They have it in their head. They want to go to one school. Yeah. Ripley's a really good um example of this. So many people want to go to Ripley. This church points thing, don't get me started on it, I think it's really weird. Yeah. I think if you go to church, that's great. Yes. Get your church yeah. points, fine. If you don't go to church, why are you going to church to get into... Like, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. No. You know, and again, it's full of teenagers. If a school is full of teenagers, <clears throat> they're all going to be horrible in some yeah. way, shape or form. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. how the teachers deal, deal with it. Yeah. And so... Um, yeah, with the Ripley thing, what happened with somebody else that I know who didn't get into Ripley went to Carnival. They did the church thing, got church points, but because of the boom, yeah, they upped the church not. points. So everyone who'd got, oh, well, I'll be fine, I've got 40 church points. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is church points? Yeah. I didn't even know that this was a thing. It's like flipping club card points, isn't it? Yeah. Church <laughs> points. It's yeah. like, what? So, um, yeah, they've upped it. So you have to have so many sort of church points or whatever. And so they didn't get in, and yeah, they thought that they I would. Else, yeah. Um, so, again, you know, it's that's a, a great example, because I know a lot of people, especially in the Lancaster area, mm. it's all Ripley, yeah. Ripley, 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 Ripley. And it's like, have a good second choice, yeah. because you don't know, like, even if you've got 400 church points, like, you know. Yeah, and not, what an investment. Those parents it? have invested years in going to yeah. church, and then what, you don't get in? Yeah. Like, that's even more, like, heart-wrenching. And, like, I think also people need to be real. I'm saving over £1,000. I think I've saved £1,500 for the year for my child not going to QES because of the bus pass. And the uniform is double the price of Carnforce. Carnforce uniform, I think, cost me £90 in total for everything. It's £300 to £400 of QES. And it's like... I just had my electricity bill come, uh, electricity and gas bill come out because they put it up ages ago when, um, you know, when it was dead expensive. Yeah, yeah. But it was still ex- flipping expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're paying loads. And I was just like, whoa, I've got no money. Yeah. Um, and um, 
I was just thinking, imagine if there was another bus, a bus pass yeah. coming out from there too. Yeah. And I think sometimes people have got to be realistic to their financial situation. Yeah. When they now I'm dropping my child off at, at school as I'm um, going to primary school. Yeah. So it's not actually costing me any more money. Like takes maybe a little bit more yeah. time, but also if something does happen, mm-hmm. you know, like. I should have like ignored my husband and rocked up with the <laughs> yeah. backpack. I can just c- turn just, up. Yeah. You know, I can just turn up. Yeah. On a Monday, she walks to dance. On a Friday, she walks to my mum's now that my mum's moved. And it's like, it is easier, especially, yeah. especially from talking from me, who's been dri- driving yeah. to take their kids to the school 15 minutes away for the past 40 years. Like, it, it is easier. And I think um, people need to be a little bit more open and look at, how the school deal with things. Yes. I think that's really important rather than looking at what type of families go to a school. Yeah. If that and makes sense. I always find that people <clears throat> always say, oh, I've read the Ofsted report, blah, blah, blah. Now, that I don't ever look at an Ofsted report. No, I don't. Because... I don't think many people do, actually. It's, it's bull. Like, yeah, it from is. working in education yeah, backgrounds and, so and stuff. Get, yeah, like, no. They're putting on a show... If you want to know what that school's like, I mean, you can't, I always find as well, you can ask people, but everyone has such different opinions that you'll get people that will tell you one thing. You never get like a, yeah. a what do you call it, like a straight view. Yeah. Of, so the best thing to do is just go to, it's how the school deal with you. I find like you said about Cranbrook being really like personable yeah. and, and that's what I always look for because if you've got a problem they will deal with yeah. it. You can yeah. approach them, you can speak to them, whereas if you've got schools that are, they haven't got that approach, they're hard to get to the ahead of year, yeah. ahead or whoever that's you know higher up, that's where you're going to start finding, you're not going to get your issues resolved, yeah. you're not going to be able to speak to someone, it'll be a receptionist and no offence to any receptionist, I know why you have to be like you have yeah. to be because yeah, parents yeah, yeah. are a nightmare, yeah. <laughs> but you're never going to get anywhere no. Yeah, and it's. I think it's really important as a parent to have that good relationship with school, hundred percent, and yeah. the teachers, and that they like you were saying about how Carnforth want to get to know the families. That yeah. is so important. Yeah, but it's it's like their their response time is really important. So yeah, and um, I sent them an email on last Friday because it wasn't anything to do actually with Heidi, but it was something that she'd overheard somebody say yeah. that was very concerning, yeah. and I was like, right, well, I'm gonna flag that yeah, up because. Yeah. So I flagged it up with the deputy head and he emailed me back the next day. He was yeah. like, right, we take this really seriously. Good luck into it. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Um, and that was that. And then I actually had to email again because I don't know what is wrong with lads and them thinking that they can touch girls. Mm. Like, like I don't know. Like, oh, I've got a problem. Uh, these lads keep touching my legs. Mm. and I'm like right I'm not having this happened no. when I was at school yeah. some guy constantly would be hitting me with a ruler yeah. and it's like stop touching me like yeah. don't touch me like and I don't understand where they're getting that no so where they're getting that behavior from or where they're learning that behavior from like I'd be going fuming at my son if I knew that he was yeah. touching girls that he was sitting next to like you can't do that yeah. so I, I emailed school and I said you know he's putting her, he's putting her off learning yeah can't you be moved and I said I said to Dave, I said, this will be interesting to see. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so anyway, the lesson came up. We, we picked her up from school. She, he'd been moved. Yeah. And the teacher, the head of year seven had come in, 
made sure she's okay, everything's okay, make sure that you know that you can come and speak to me, mm-hmm. all of that. So for something that was technically, um, I was putting, I was stamping it out now because it was something small. I mean, she had pen on her legs where they'd been dra- drawn on her legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like, but they are touching her yeah. and it shouldn't be invading yeah. her personal space. And it could be in years to come yeah. more serious. So it was something that small, yeah. trivial, especially compared to a lot of stuff that they have to deal with, but they dealt with it yeah. straight away. So I think that is good, especially when there is a lot of kids. They've they've taken on a lot more kids mm. in the year. So I think in my in in my eyes that's good. And I spoke to a couple more head teachers actually, and they've said that they agree with what my primary school was saying in that it's the best school for the transition. Right. Because so you've got getting those yeah, extra. That is, a, that is a really good transition. You know, isn't it? it's really good because interestingly <coughs> as well, when she'd gone on that first day, you know where they have the transition day where everybody goes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And then she'd gone in, she came out, oh, she burst into tears in the car, it was horrific. Why can't I go to QES? I hate it there, I hate it, I don't know anyone. Um, Maths was was horrific and you said they would help me at my maths. I was like, but you've had one lesson, you know. And I wanted to almost film her, the state that she was in, send it to the appeal board and say, this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I was talking about. So it's it's interesting now because my view is, I think, would... I don't know, what would she be like if she'd gone to QES? I don't know. No one will know that, yeah. you know. Um, it is, it is things happen for a reason, and I think that maybe she's been pushed into the into the direction of Carnival High because they are actually going to help her. Yeah. And they are, we are maybe going to get a few answers and things like um, extra time in exams, extra help, um, you know, because things like maths and stuff are really yeah. not um, <clears throat> easy for her. Um, so... Maybe that's why, and maybe if she'd gone to QS, yes, she would have been more settled in the sense yeah. of um, with friends and things like that. And maybe she would have been more, it would have been more, more of a subject would be better, yeah. more geared for her. However, would they have picked up on the yeah. little things that she needed help with? Would she, by the time she gets to year 11, would she have had that help? Because that's what I'm fighting for now, because yeah. I'm worried that. By the time we get to do GCSEs, is she going to have that help, you know, yeah, that she's yeah. going to need? Because she is going to need that extra time. So, and it's important that we get it in and everything in place. Yeah. So that it's, so it's right. But, um, yeah, so in, in general, I, could just, I wouldn't advise to do an appeal. Um, but if you're going to do it, get as much evidence as you possibly can. Yeah. And if you've got medical evidence, <coughs> that's even better. Um, I think... Um, just have a good second choice. Yeah. Like that's what I would always yeah. say now. And also, don't assume you're gonna get yeah. your first choice like I did. And um, especially if you've had a child at that school and they've left. Because yeah. as soon as they've left, even if it's, they've left for one day, it yeah. doesn't count. And in that's it's not fair in a sense because you don't. Well, you do plan when you're gonna have your kids, but. Not in a sense of, oh, well, if I have another child here, they'll be in in secondary school together, and then they will both get into the same... you don't think about that, There's no way you think (laughs) like that. There's no way. And it doesn't work like... Nature doesn't work like that. No. You know, there's a lot of people that have big age gaps between their kids because they simply couldn't have have another child for a while or whatever. So you just... um, Yeah, you just got to keep an open mind and let your child have a decision as well. Like... um, You know, it was it was definitely very hard for me because it was a lot different than what I'd imagined. Obviously, it was hard for Heidi because she and she still says now she wish she wants to be at QS because she's got right. like a, a group chat on her phone and it's all the QS yes. kids from Burton, and then they and they, they and they're quite hor- 
horrible to her sometimes. Right. Oh, well, you don't know because you don't go to the school. Mm. And it's like, frustrating. Yeah. But, um, you know, not not always. Um, but And she's still really good friends with, with a lot of them. But, um, yeah, we'll just sort of see. It's still very early days. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I said, like, I'd come on the podcast sort of now because it's seen... Yeah if anything had happened or if any you know I w- I'm very impressed with how she's dealt with it all and how she's dealt with being at that mm-hmm. school and I think and people always say this I think they are a lot more resilient than we yeah 100% expect them to be but then at the same time as a parent they shouldn't have to have that resilience yeah. like it, it's good for them in long term yeah but at the same time they shouldn't have to be going through that because of the reasons yeah. that it's happened. I think it's interesting, like with a primary school. Like I don't know if I'd feel different if it was a primary school because I've obviously never had that mm. where they've not got into the primary school. Um, I don't know if I'd feel as strongly. I don't think I would. I would have appealed if it was a primary yeah. school. See, that happened with us with the wildcat. She didn't get any of her primary school choices. Like it wasn't even she got third or whatever. She just didn't get any. Um, and I purposely didn't go through the appeal process because I was concerned about her settling, obviously, starting yeah. reception stuff. So then when it came to high school, we picked our three choices. She liked all three schools. And we just kind of went into that with, if whichever one you get, if you get one of them, it'll be fine. And we knew if she didn't get one of them, the other one would be our nearest school, which wouldn't have been ideal, but if she got it, she got it. And we kind of went in with that mindset and luckily she got one of her choices. Yeah. Um, and all was, it kind of, for us, it repaired that, what happened, yeah. that angst of what happened with the it, primary school. Because it is horrible, isn't it? It's... And I would say, as a first time mum applying to primary school, it felt like it was horrific and, you know, it was what it was. We got on with it and it was fine. Um, but applying for secondary school feels much it, worse yeah because it, it brought it all back up again it I just suppose, felt like sense. another level as well yeah because it, it is it, it really set, is like high school is and it's so because it's because it? of the teenagers yeah. it's because you've got all these teenagers and, and it's you've got say you've got i don't know 10 primary schools all going into one yeah so it's like and and again it's it's the different parent parent parenting ways yeah you know and What's frustrating sometimes, and I've seen it a little bit in this first couple of weeks, all the hard work that I've put into the parenting of Heidi, yeah. a few kids don't have those same boundaries, yeah. and so then Heidi's a bit questioning things, and I'm yeah. like, whoa, I'm not having my hard work mm-hmm. go to waste because another parent doesn't want to, yeah. you know, like a lot, a lot of the some, there's a lot of parents like I shouldn't say this because it's like meant to be non-judgmental or whatever. <laughs> But, like, some, it, they need parenting courses. Yeah. Like, they actually do need, like, a parenting course yeah. because it's just, like, it's frustrating because it's, like, fair enough if you want to bring your child up that way, but mm-hmm. then it's rubbing onto mine and yeah. that's what's frustrating and, and it's it's them going into the wrong sort of groups and everything else. But at the same time, they've got to learn that. Yeah. They've got to learn to say no and they've got to learn to stand up for themselves and not be a sheep. Yeah. You know? Um, so... We sort of almost teaching them to be more resilient, you yeah. know, um, which is interesting because obviously I've dropped my son off at uni now as well. Yeah. So that was an interesting one. 
Um, so I keep saying uni because it is uni because it's a degree course, but it's not uni because it's a dance course. Right. So it's like a dance course that he does and it's like affiliated with the uni. So like everyone's like, oh, I'll be out every night and like dancing 12 hours a day. He's actually only been out once and he's been oh. there a month. So, um, uh, and he sent me a picture of like a potato. He's like, they do potatoes in the kebab shop. I'm like, why did you buy a potato? <laughs> like, just a potato in a bar. I'm like, what? Why have you bought a potato? It's really weird. Anyway, um... So he's he's got he's in Leicester, which right. is um interesting place. Like we were like Leicester's a dump. And if you speak to people, <laughs> it was like Leicester's a dump. It to be fair, quite nice like town like city centre bit, but there's just like rubbish everywhere. <laughs> and I was just like, What has gone on here? Like, like black, you know when you go to Blackpool it's a bit of bank holiday, there's just like chip cartons everywhere. It was a bit like that. So but it was interesting. Um anyway, we dropped him off and it was one of them purpose built um, right. student accommodation blocks and cost an absolute fortune I think it's like eight grand for the year um, but obviously then, but then your electricity is not all included because if you go over you then have to start oh, paying really? so it's like right turn your TV off and yeah. I think it's probably a good thing because it makes them turn stuff yeah. off but still um, so went collected the keys moved them all in and all these parents moving their kids in and like you don't really again like you don't really get a lot of information about yeah. like everything and you don't you don't get a lot of information about the cost of it all because you as a parent have to fund loads yeah. of it loads of it and um you only get a certain amount of maintenance grant based on what your parents are earning yeah so if you've got two full-time workers the chances are you're going to get a, re- a really low you're going to have to you yeah. know stump up the rest of the cash <laughs> so um yeah, uh, we moved him in and we walk in this room and the wardrobe door's halfway across <laughs> the room and I'm like, oh. Because we literally thought it was going to be really dead modding. Yeah, He's got a yeah. little kitchen inside his room. So just oh. to share the kitchen. So I'm thinking, dead nice. And what it was is like, a, it's like almost like a vinyl wrap, you know, like a laminate door. Oh, yeah. And it's like a vinyl wrap and the wrap's just like falling <laughs> off. It was so hot. It was that weekend in September that was boiling hot. I'm not even joking when I say I reckon it was nearly 40 degrees in that room because we shut the door. It's all like fire doors, isn't it? So we shut yeah. the door and my hair was wet. Oh. Like, I was like, I was like, oh my God, I look like I've had a shower. <laughs> We're trying to like get everything sorted. They don't give you a new mattress. What? So the mattress is like... Being what? somebody else had it, and I'm like, Ooh. I think that's disgusting. Yeah. So they're like, hey, you need to buy a mattress protector because the mattress can't have any marks in it or anything. And I'm like, ooh, mm. students. But yeah. so we're buying a mattress protector. We've got all this stuff. And he goes, and you need to do an inventory of anything that's broken. And I'm like, well, why haven't you already done that yeah. though? So I'm going around doing their job for them, yeah. even though we're paying eight grand for the year. So I'm like finding all this stuff, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, the tap doesn't work, this doesn't work, yeah. all this stuff doesn't work. And I was like, yeah, if there's a tiny little mark, you have to like tell us, otherwise we'll charge you for it. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Well, we've not done it. Oh, I was bonkers. Anyway, then the window only opens a tiny little inch. <laughs> like a safety window. Yeah, because it's so high up, which I get it. But then I'm like, oh my God, so everyone's buying fans. <laughs> yeah. So by the bins are just boxes of fans, all parents trying to back kid, uh, find their kid a oh. fan. And um, anyway, we dropped him off and me and Dave were like, just out of interest, I wonder how much that company is making. Yeah. Let's go on company's house, right? So we went on company's yeah. house. Guess how much profit? Oh. Profit. So not turnover. We all know turnover's rubbish. Yeah. Profit. No idea. So they've got two buildings, one in Leicester, one in Coventry. They're making 11 million <gasps> Wow. Bearing in mind, it's not that old, this building. I reckon maybe five or six years. So they've even paid back all their 
building cost, 11 mil. So honestly, I feel like students are being exploited yeah. big time. Yeah. So there's another one going up in Lancaster, isn't there? Yeah. Or I mean, I say the word businessmen, but it easily could be businesswomen as well. Um, but rich investors putting into these buildings and making a mint. Why is that allowed? But we can see we can see it um, going on with the like terraced houses in Lancaster, yeah. can't we? Yeah. And then they and then they're putting them up for sale for like. 300 grand when it's probably only worth like 180 yeah. but they're making it because you can make 30 grand a year out of yeah. it it's like no one should be making 30 grand a year out of no. one house a family should be living in that house yeah. and that's why the council are letting us everyone build these big tower blocks yeah. but i i'm i'm con- don't understand how the council are letting them build massive tower blocks make 11 mil yeah. the window opens is like a little centimeter yeah there was one lad he was dripping in sweat and he went where did you get that Pan oh. from and I went well we got it from Argos but I think it's shut now because it was literally like 10 o'clock oh, and then all night I couldn't sleep because oh. poor boy because <laughs> he, he wasn't with any parents loads oh. of, there's quite a lot of students got dropped Just, off without any parents yeah. and I thought oh that poor boy like is he still alive like literally <laughs> yeah. it was that hot I was like is Cooked he still, still alive, alive. <laughs> like literally it was so oh. hot I couldn't believe and there's no air no and it's already the building's like leaking it smells of damp smells of mould mm. Because there's no airflow, yeah. and it's like they just got everyone's got like a corridor, which is like their room with um, bed, sofa, and uh, kitchen, and then somebody's got a sofa that's all ripped, and it's like why haven't they just changed the yeah, sofa? Yeah, you know, and I just sometimes it's like oh, but we our name is actually on the tenancy agreement because right. Jay wasn't eighteen when we signed it, he is now, so um. I was like, right, well, I'm just going to keep kicking off until yeah, he yeah. still haven't fixed his wardrobe door. I think he ended up sticking it down with blue tack or something. Oh, they fixed the tap, which is good, but it's just like... Yeah, that... Oh, you just God. expect them to live. But then at the same time, as we were leaving on the Saturday night, everyone was drunk. This one girl's like, I've wet myself. Oh, and I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the same time, I was thinking... Some some apartments must get trashed. Yeah, like, yeah they will. They will have a lot to cope yeah. with, but at the same time, they're making eleven million profit, but, so yeah, 11 can't be that bad. Profit. Profit. That is. I think like... turnover as well was something like fifteen mil. Wow. So like the the actual percentage, mm. the difference in their actual costs yeah. and their and their profit is mad. Wow. Like, it's it's absolutely bonkers. Every, yeah, everybody that's, that's got a business now is thinking, hmm, student accommodation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get on that. <laughs> but no, like, yeah. So that's obviously, but I would say with Jay, he's just got to learn like a lot about managing his own money now yeah. and he's got to buy his own food and everything else. But with Heidi, obviously that, that massive changes the whole school thing, but she's dealing with it really, really well. So I'm really pleased with her in that sense. So it, and you said this, uh, when about um, uh, your little one and the primary school thing and everything else, that it wasn't as bad as what you thought yeah. it was going to be. And I will agree, because yeah. literally, like, my whole world collapsed. I was yeah. just like, my child can't go there. Like, I, I don't know yeah. what I thought was going to go on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just that, it's that thing, isn't it, of you've got what you want in your head and you just, yeah. if you're not expecting that to go otherwise. But I also had people go, well, where is she going then? And I go, can't find it. Ooh, yeah. People actually did do that, yeah. and I, a lot, a lot of people did that actually. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm. But I think it's because when I was younger, yeah. And there's a lot of parents now that are my age. 
you didn't go there. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have the great, re- you great didn't reputation. Have a good rep at all. <laughs> and so I think now it's weird that yeah. it's, it's it's actually yeah. got a good rep. And I think some people can't get that in their head. Yeah. Me included sometimes. Yeah. But I th- I think she's safe when she's yeah. at school. I don't think she's. And I think you that's know. important. Why it's that's why it's important to look around them and go and see 100%. like any parents that are kind of looking with their children now, like local parents especially, I think there's quite a few schools that have a certain reputation, but unless you go and look around for yourself, yeah, you can't listen to that. You need to just go and get get a feel for it. Because you do, when you're looking around a school, you do get a feel for it. We had it when we were looking around with, our, with the Wildcat. There was a few that we thought would probably be a choice and we went and there was one and she she wanted to go home she was bored yeah um, my husband fell asleep in the opening <laughs> talk and I'm having to nudge him like and we thought we'd really like that one and we, we just didn't so um I think it is important it, it's a different fit for a different child as yeah, well isn't that's it? it isn't it so yeah it is and, and important to maybe go look around on an actual school day yes I mean some of them won't do that no, they they? but do you know, was, I think find that interesting that they yeah. won't do that I think we did mainly open evenings, but there was one that clashed with another. And out of those two schools, one wouldn't let us book a private visit. So we went to the open evening of that, and then the other one we booked a private visit. Yeah. Uh, and that was really interesting to go around in yeah. the school day because but then you know, I suppose they're, not, they're like, not putting on a show then, are yeah, they? Yeah, people wouldn't let me, interestingly, go around during the day. Would they not? Um, I don't know whether that was just because they had a lot on or whatever. She said they just come yeah. after school. Um, but so as a teacher myself, I kind of maybe I kind of see their yeah. point because if a child was being disruptive in a lesson, yeah. and you seen that, yeah. <laughs> you'd like... be put off. You wouldn't. You'd be put off of that child not because of how the teachers were yeah. dealing with it. So maybe it's literally like a code red situation yeah. for a teacher. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> Whereas it's interesting because when Jay was in year se- well, when he was in year six. We went to look around QES and the deputy head showed us round um, and this is during the school day. Mm-hmm. All the kids are sitting there in the classrooms but they're all doing sex education in each <laughs> class. And he was like, uh, 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 uh. So it get, actually gave me a bad impression. Honestly, it actually yeah. gave me a bad impression because I remember then going to primary school after we'd been and um, one of the mums was the receptionist there at the time and she went, oh, what did you think? And I went, oh, put me off. <laughs> Especially if it's your first. Yes. 
and maybe that's where I've slipped up. But I think for me as well, in, in life in general, it was just a busy time. Like, yeah. obviously, because my dad had got uh, diagnosed with a brain tumour then too. So maybe that's why I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Like, I just didn't even... It didn't cross my mind that she wouldn't get in at all. A few people had warned me. They said, oh, but some people from Bolton Sands are not really mm. getting into QES anymore. And it's just so frustrating, isn't it? Like we've said already, that the whole system, the whole application system yeah. is just... Again, is it is it fit for purpose? Yeah. What does worry me, and interestingly, I said this on the on the uh, appeal, but they didn't seem to care, was that I said I have to think about my youngest now because mm-hmm. she's now yeah. at Burton School, going through school, making best friends yeah. with all those kids that are going to be going to QES. So we're going to have the same situation where she doesn't know a single soul, yeah. you know. So I said, I, what if I have to move her primary school so that she's then, you know, like if she moves yeah. somewhere like as like Bolton Sands, <laughs> it would be a bit better in a yeah. sense of. Um, she would know more people that we're yeah. going to car for. But um, I don't want to do that. She's so settled yeah. and she's happy and she really enjoys it. And it, for me, it just it's so frustrating that all this... It, it does kind of rule your life a bit because yeah, it's massively. such a big part of their like, lives. To, to, it's even ruling people's lives as in where they live. Yeah. And it affects yeah. house prices. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think... And like I said, said it on the... Pod, uh, other podcasts like loads of things happen for a reason so yeah. I think whatever happens don't look at it it's easy for me to say this because honestly it was like the world yeah. had just been ripped apart for me but um you know things will work out yeah I tend to find as well whilst the application process and the councils aren't very personable and like they don't really care do they you do tend to find other schools that I've had dealings with they they will take it on board and they do try and you know yeah. make the sure that the, the kids schools, are fine. I think if the schools actually had a, maybe a say in their own well this is the other thing isn't it? Yeah. it seems to be just all these county councils like making yeah. up these different criteria yeah. and it's just bonkers and it's yeah. all over the shop and the whole cross borders thing yeah. like it must be actually really frustrating for, for QES mainly because they're dealing yeah. with Yorkshire, Cumbria, yeah. Lancashire and that's really 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 frustrating thank you jen for joining me on today's podcast if you've enjoyed this episode please don't forget to hit that follow button drop me a review and it would be so helpful if you could share with other parents you know if you would like to join me on the podcast get in touch you can message me on any of my social media channels or via my website or email thank you to everyone for listening